Welcome back to another episode of Sales with Aslan, your weekly therapy session for those who sell for a living and those who help those who sell for a living. And we're back with another episode where we do put the ale in sales. I think that's uh, kind of the new moniker, right? I mean, don't you think? Well, we're trying some things out. I heard yeah. this the other day. You What'd can't you spell you can't spell sales without ales. Well, I mean, that's I like that. I like that. Well, I mean, today we're going to talk about prospecting the account, not the person. We all get leads and sometimes we get stuck with that one individual. But I want to welcome Mark in and we're going to first talk about that cold, frosty mm -hmm. and refreshing beverage in front of him right now. And I'm going to change it up. Uh, I, I'm going to read it in a second. Mm -hmm. But you're thirsty first. But I'm going to open it and drink it first. Thirsty, thirsty. Oh, uh, Whaler is my favorite. East Coast IPA. Honestly, it was a mistake beer. I'm a Whaler's Rise guy. It's a light blue. Oh, this is a slightly yeah. darker blue. I got oh. a whole case of it. Oh, uh, by accident. 6.5 ABV. Do not know the IBUs, but it's tasty. Just not my favorite. Well, you know, I'm still down in Florida, so I am on, uh, I'm on this kick with this uh, Destin Brewery Company and the Emerald Coast Ultra Blonde, 5% alcohol by volume. This is the lightest beer we make. That's good because I'm in a light mood today. And uh, it's a traditional Kolsch. You know that word, K-O-L-S-C-H? I do not. I don't know that word, but they remove the wheat, some of the wheat, not all of it, and replace it with rice for a drier, lighter finish. So get out there and get some of that. We good? Give it a shot. Mm, that's tasty. <clears throat> all right. Excellent. All right. So the, the problem that we're going to solve for is we get leads. We, you know, there's an individual attached to them and lucky sales reps get leads. Let's just be clear. Glenn we leads. don't all get leads, but lucky sales reps that have a mm -hmm. phenomenal marketing department. Yes. Get leads. Our guys get leads. Yeah. Yes. Phenomenal. Despite the previous criteria. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So, so let's outline the problem and then let's, let's, let's give people some ideas and some solutions. So what's the yeah. exact problem of prospecting the account or prospecting the person, not the account? Unresponsive leads. So we get a lead. Yep. And, and we're talking about B2B leads. Uh, yeah. I guess this is also the B2B space, but, but our, but our, but our B2C space, but the, the solution is a B2B solution. So, mm -hmm. Leads to your business from another business. You get them. You get two types. You know the types. You get they're just cruising through, kicking tires, downloading a white paper. They really have no intention to ever talk or buy. Yeah, uh, we we classify those people. We classify them as they download a learn resource. Right. Yeah. they're just they're just out there learning. Here's yeah, my name. Here's my blog. number. Yeah, yeah, something. Uh, but others download an intent resource. It's mm -hmm. like people would only do that if they really, they're interested in a brochure or real specifics of a product versus, you know, how to do something. And so, and or we call these, we call these raised hand leads. They say, please call me. I would yep. like to talk about something. Fill uh, out a contact form or something like that. Whatever. Yep. Good leads. And uh, so you're a salesperson, you get it and you start calling on it. And shockingly, the person doesn't respond to you. <laughs> and uh, some we get, but others are like, you asked me to reach out or you, you said, contact me. Yeah. And you've never called me back. And so you keep pursuing and then you close it out or you get it off your list or whatever. And uh, you never hear from them again or worse. 
you know, this summer, there's the, the doldrums of the summer. You go, I'm going to go clean up my list. I'm going to go pursue these old leads. You send an email or you call somebody you're like, oh, yeah, um, sorry. Uh, I went we with up, somebody else. Yeah, we ended up buying, <laughs> we ended up going a different direction. Yeah. Even, we're all a direction. You don't know, yeah, but you're a direction. Uh, yes. And then there's opposite directions. We've gone in a different direction. Thank you. Thank you for never returning my call. And so what happened? They mm -hmm. spent money. Uh, I am not talking about losing deals. I'm not talking about, you know, your, uh, your, your, your approach to winning. I'm talking about leads yeah. that you never talk to that end up making a decision to spend money with your competitor. And we want to try to reduce the number of times that happens. Yep. Yep. I think it's a great, great topic. So let's, let's outline, you know, what the situation might look like. How, how does it happen? How do we, uh, how do we, you know, ascertain how to deal with this mm -hmm. like that word uh, well yeah i think i think we, we all know those things uh the the, the, the there, there's two i say there's two we've talked about the two types good leads and bad leads but there's mm -hmm. leads there's a set of leads that are generated because that person this is this is what we try to talk about internally and i, and I think this is what people have said this is helpful when you're a salesperson, you get a lead. It's either a person kicking tires or just learning or, or, or they've been in a meeting mm -hmm. and a topic or a problem, right? They've been in the meeting at their company and a topic or problem that your company solves comes up in the meeting. So for us, we sell sales training. Mm -hmm. They've been in some meeting where people are like, well, we, sh we should really do some sales training or our reps are really struggling prospecting or our managers need to be better coaches or one of the other 20 things that we do or that your company does. So something is cooking, something's mm -hmm. happening. Sometimes people get assigned to start doing some research. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes they're just curious. Sometimes they just go out there and say, I'm curious that what is, what is out there for X, Y, Z. Yep. And, uh, this is where the digital world helps and hurts. It's easy for people to reach us. It's easy for people who are interested to reach us. It's also easy for people who have no interest to reach us. And how do you sift through those? Yeah. Yeah. No, I think, I think that is a good point. Um, and we've talked on previous uh, shows that, you know, people can be, they can be assigned. They can be an evaluator, right? They, they, you know, supposed to go out and find, I don't know, a handful of, of, uh, of respectable vendors that could do whatever, whatever it is the, uh, the meeting was discussing, but they could also just be hunting around and it's really tough digitally to know which, you know, what the difference is. Right. So, yeah. It makes yeah. It's, uh, I recently made the mistake. Ah, mistakes are strong word. I recently, you know, the mortgage rates are low and I looked at refinancing. So I went to <laughs> oh, dear Lord. Here a they site came. And like I had to fill in some information and you have to give it all to them to get the of rate. Course. That's really oh, yeah. what you want to know is what's the rate. Mm -hmm. Right. Yep. And when I clicked send, I saw the rate and I'm like, eh, that's not really worth my time. So yep. I'll pass. And before I close the website, I've had 23,000 calls come yep. to me. Yeah. Uh, so so that's where it's phones ringing, TVs yeah. lighting up. Yeah, your social media is now on fire, and you can't go to ESPN without seeing a mortgage rate. <laughs> it's incredible. So, uh, 
So, yeah, so we reach out. We never reach the person. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, a lot of times what we do is we reach out and say, hey, I'd love to meet with you, love to discuss your needs, and we're just unsuccessful. Yep, yep. I think there's, I think there's, so just to, to, to let's, let's, before we come up with the solution, let's come up with why that's happening. Yep, yep. I think my experience, I've seen with our own team and with our clients, three things. One, uh, let's just talk logistics. Yeah. Timing and the number of attempts. Uh, what, InsideSales.com published some research about two years ago on a couple of things. One is how many attempts do you have to make? We've all heard a lot of things. We've all heard yeah. nine impressions to make a sale from marketing. But their, their research for a bunch of like cold calls or reach outs were, you know, if you're doing less than three or four contact attempts, mm -hmm. you're, 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 you're missing the boat. Like the next one gets higher and higher. But then when you get past six, seven, now you're starting to reach a, can I say the word asthmatope on this, uh, on this podcast? Is that, is that, this is PG, isn't it? If you promise to define it, you asthmatope. are, yeah, because it sounds to me like you're just swearing. In layman's terms, would you like me to define it? <laughs> Please. <laughs> it's you, uh, spell it too, by the way. It's typically a uh, a Y intersect. Usually, sometimes it's an X intersect, oh, uh, but it goes across the Y axis. Mm -hmm. uh, that you never quite reach that line. Uh, in other words, you never you never really you call eight times, and and then the ninth or tenth or eleventh, you get point oh 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 one percent more person you know times the person will reach you in other words it just diminishing returns so if you grew this out you'd see that after six seven i know some people have commented on our blogs before where i said you know mondays and fridays are sketchy for cold calling so i don't want to offend any hardcore old school prospectors mm -hmm. but i will say after seven or eight times to the same person you are starting to waste your time and their yeah. time they're not interested so just sheer number of attempts. Timing's a big thing. There's a ton of research out by LinkedIn about how quick, I'm talking about minutes, how quick you respond to the person. Uh, if you wait too long, they've lost interest. Uh, yeah. Yeah. There's, and there's a fine line there, right? I was just talking to uh, one of our channel partners and he reached out within, let's just say 45 minutes of, of a solid look, you know, solid looking, uh, character that had come through. And, um, the guy said, now, literally I downloaded an ebook that is 20 pages. Do you really think I've read it already? <laughs> so, so, uh, you know, this guy said it's, it's a fair point. It's a fair point, but can we talk about what you, what you were looking for when you downloaded that ebook? And that did lead to a good conversation. The fact is he got him on the phone and it was, it was a fruitful yeah. conversation. Yeah. He's, uh, he, and he's in that, <laughs> but did you really person. think he read it already? <laughs> that particular person, we, we won't say his name. Hmm. Can we just call him CW? Like just as an example. We can. I want to call okay. him out. Yeah. Okay. Uh, there's no better, there's no more other centered person than him. Mm. Uh, yeah, he probably did say, hey, wanted to see if you had a chance to read it yet. Of course, he hasn't had a chance to read it. But it might be okay to say, I know you haven't had a chance to read it yet. Exactly. But, but I want to say this because I, I, I have researched and I've talked to customers about this. 15 years ago, the, the internet was around 15 years ago, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. For sure it was. 
15 years ago, when you downloaded a white paper and someone called you in like in a couple of minutes, you're like, are you watching me? Are you yes. stalking me? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> Where is the camera? You're a desperate loser salesperson with nothing better to do. Yeah. 2021, <clears throat> to me, more customers. And remember, we're solving for the 80, 90%. Yeah, the guy that we called who said, why'd you call me so quick? Mm -hmm. There's always an outlier. I mean, when you sell it, there's always somebody who's an outlier. And he ended up just kind of making a joke. And he always yeah. kind of just laughed at it. Yeah, he wasn't mad. Yeah, he wasn't mad. For the most part, I think what I've heard people tell me is it tells me your company has their act together. You're able to get it, discern it, get it to someone who can really help me quickly. And you want my business. And that's mm -hmm. what it is today. And so literally, LinkedIn does it in minutes. They say if in five minutes you reach back out to somebody, and again, this is beyond the salesperson. Again, you have to be ridiculously ultra streamlined, amazing marketing leader, marketing process tools, analysis. Hmm to do all yeah. that are we and we're oh yeah that don't spend their afternoon on podcasts drinking <laughs> beers. Are we, oh, I, we just got personal okay all right uh but if they can get it to you right away it does hold on i gotta go rattle lead mm -hmm. <laughs> so uh timing a number of attempts is one reason and uh that just means don't call less than four or five or six and how often i don't know yeah. you know not every day uh, you can call a few times and not leave a voicemail. You do whatever you want. Don't stalk them. After two or three weeks, uh, again, your business is all different, but you'll get the feel of who's interested, who's not. So that's one. Yep. Yep. The other reason is your approach. Uh, salespeople assume that the customer slash prospect is more interested than they actually are. Mm -hmm. We forget that our biggest competition is not our competition. It's other priorities yeah. or it's status quo. The yeah, person yep. who reached out to you has 20 other things on their list to do. Yep. Yeah. Sat down. Sure. Yep. They filled out some information, but you know, it's like we forget that. So we need to, and, and, and don't give the patronizing insincere. You're a really busy person. You know, it's hard to get in touch with you. Just, just, just give them a good reason to talk. And a good reason to talk is an other-centered position. It starts mm -hmm. with their whiteboard. These are things yeah. that we, we think are on your whiteboard. We've heard are on your whiteboard. Your peers say they're on their whiteboard or what's going on. Here's something disruptive. And, and here's what's unique about why maybe a call will be worth your time. But I'm, but I'm also learning this about our approach. We're focused on our selling process versus their buying process yes well i have to do discovery i have to have this big meeting exactly. answer these 12 questions you know yep. versus who knows where they are this is a very big thing uh, i wish i could figure out how to give you a link or whatever but there's a a video i saw on youtube from a top sales influencer i'll, I'll give her a shout out sherry levitin mm -hmm. she talked about deciding to buy a car recently and she called two dealers and the total different response. One guy's like, well, you got to come down here and then I can show you everything. She's like, well, we, can we just do something over the phone or can I just, can you talk to me about it? No, you, you got to come down here. And the other guy was like, no problem. Why don't I send you what's in the lot? Why don't I send you a couple of videos? He took a video of him going in some cars. And like uh, uh, four days later, she went there. She went, drove an hour and a half extra to go to buy a car at this lot because he followed her process 
what she where she was. And you know, we've had a lot of guidance about that. We've heard we've heard things like they ask you answer. People mm-hmm. have questions and sometimes we need to answer some of their questions before they're ready to meet with us. Meeting's an obligation and that means we're serious. Maybe they're not yeah. ready. So yeah. timing, yeah. timing approach or the last thing I'll say is uh you're really, or they, or the lead is not really the right person. They're not really the assigned point person. They just kind of were curious. Uh, yeah. It's really somebody else in the organization. So, so. Well, and in our, in our business, it's, yeah, there's, there's the curiosity of, of sales reps that are interested in, in sales training. It doesn't mean the company's looking for sales training, right? They, other people with, whether it's hardware, software, services of any sort, you know, you could, you could wind up with people that are just curious. And so navigating that, uh, I think, you know, is, is, and understanding that is, is the first thing. And then now I think we're ready to move into how to solve this. Because remember, the, the title of this podcast is all about prospecting the account or the, the, uh, the opportunity, not just the person that called in or, or was doing the research. So let's talk solution mode. Yeah. Well, that's the solution. Prospect the account, not the person. So yeah. we get a lead. And Salesforce actually, salesforce.com actually, uh, what do I want to say? They, it makes this problem worse to an extent mm. because mm-hmm. a lead is only a person. You can't add other people. You have to convert it to an account, but you can't convert it to an account unless you've made content. You know, it depends. It depends on your rules. <clears throat> do you think Benioff is listening to this? So he's going to go fix that? Uh, probably. Yeah, I think he's a <laughs> listener. He might. It's true. It is true. I would love from, from someone from Salesforce to, to, to listen. And I have some input because I see how it's used. But we only are focused on that person. And when we're calling in the B2B space, it's the account, not the person. Here's the million-dollar question that you're trying to answer. Well, the simple question is, do they look like a qualified account? And today you can go on LinkedIn and Hoover's or Zoom info or whatever you have to quickly find out what they, they look. They fit your and, profile. Yeah. They fit your profile, yep. right? But the second thing is, do we think that that person reaching out, downloading something, doing whatever it is that they did is reflective of that discussion going on in the company about a problem that you solve. That's, mm-hmm. that's what you're trying to solve. Now we don't know that from what they did and, and them not responding to us. So before, before you make your two calls or your six calls and you close the lead out, it's closed, unresponsive, stop. If they're potentially qualified, go one more step and prospect the account, not the person. What does that mean? Two things. Find a coach. Find a coach to help you. Okay. Coaches are a misused, misused, that's wrong. They're, they're, a, uh, they're used with multiple meetings. I need somebody smart on here to, with the vocabulary better, but something's like use multiple <laughs> meetings. Multiple meanings or meetings? Me- <clears throat> I have a pretzel in my mouth. They're making me thirsty. Oh, dear. Here we go. Fortunately, I have a East Coast don't, IPA. Don't choke. Uh, meanings. The, this, the, the, yeah. co- the word coach, I've heard used two ways. It's like somebody who knows you, who wants to see you win the deal. Yeah. And they offer you advice. Yep. 
I would refer to those people as, as, as a, as a, as a sponsor, they're helping you or an advocate versus some call them champions. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. I think that's a good word. Yep. Versus my definition of a coach is somebody you just go get some information mm-hmm. from. Uh, and Maybe we should call them a spy. Want to call okay. them a spy? I don't know what they are. Yeah. They're inside they the are. company and they, they're inside the company. You know them. Yeah. And you don't know. Well, I was going to say you find them. No, I was going to say you find them. There's okay. someone who, there's someone who you, there's someone who uses or benefits from your product. Mm-hmm. So for example, sorry, I have to go to, well, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to not use Aslan. I'm going to use a technology firm, technology firms. Uh, I actually was going to say who sell technology, but that would be <clears throat> redundant. Mm-hmm. Back to the vocabulary thing. I'm out of words. You must not be very good at Scrabble. No, I don't play. <laughs> but I <Or> boggle. <laughs> but who benefit? Everyone benefits from technology. But here's mm. something that you can do to most organizations: call the help desk. Yes. Interesting. Yes. I know. I know yeah. you're not in need of help. Mm-hmm. And again, this is prospecting the account, not the person. So this takes you to be creative. But if your motive is other-centered to help, to see if you can serve and not manipulate or do things that are wrong, then I'm okay with that. So call them up. Call the help desk. How do you find the help desk? I don't know. You call the number and say, can I talk to the help desk? They're going to put you <laughs> or through. Look, look on the website. Whatever. <laughs> Jeez. And somebody answers and they say, how can I help you? And say, and they say, oh, this is Joe. How can I help you? You say, hey, Joe. Hey, Joe. It's Mark. I'm with Aslan Training or I'm with Aslan Technology. Mm. You're on the help desk. Is that right? Yeah, I am. Look, so the reason I'm calling is I recently had a conversation or so-and-so. Interaction. Director of IT or whatever reached out to us. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to do a little bit of homework to get your perspective as someone from the help desk. This is very important when you're coaching. The word yes. your perspective. What's important to understand is you're not asking them to speak on behalf of the company or the decision maker. I'm right. calling the help desk specifically because I'm going to get your perspective on something. I know you're busy. Could I take two minutes of your time to help better prepare for meeting with whomever I'm meeting with? Mm-hmm. They say yes. Yep. They say no. Call somebody else, but they'll say yes. What are you trying to do? You're trying to find out their role, their challenges, and how they solve that problem. So if you're selling security software, and security might not be a good thing, and maybe technology is a bad example because you're like, hey, what's your security (laughs) software? What's your password? You think they're going to give that up? They probably Uh, have a piece of paper on their desk that says, do not ever talk to people about our security. We do this with salespeople all the time. Yeah. We try to reach someone, we call a salesperson, hey, you know, recently had Beth reach out to us, VP of sales, last name, first last, last name. Uh, I understand you're a salesperson, is that right? Can I just take two seconds? You do a sales training, I'm not sure if what we do would help you or not, but can I ask you a couple of questions to get your perspective to just help me prepare? I'd say 25% of the time they say, I'm busy, go pound sand. Yeah. 75% of the time they say, sure, no problem. What do I ask? What do you do? What are your biggest sales challenges? You guys, you guys do training? You have training? No. Yes. How many reps you have? 10, 10,000. 
Perfect. Well, I appreciate your help. Uh, hey, get your email. I'll send you our 10 tips to prospecting or I'll send you a blog, uh, link to our podcast or whatever. I was like, yeah, sure. No problem. Send it to him. So now I leave and I do that once or twice. Now I get a picture of, because we have our criteria, if they're not working with a training company or whatever. So we have mm -hmm. criteria that helps us understand who might be a good target or a prospect coupled with the fact that someone reached out. Now my nose starts to itch. Now the smoke detector is going off. And so I'll go stop and use LinkedIn and find other decision makers, find other people with the titles that I'm after. And now I approach them in prospecting with an email and a phone call that starts with drum roll and OCP and mm -hmm. other centered position. And now my other centered position was I was recently talking to some people in your sales organization. And my understanding is their biggest problem today is making the shift to virtual selling since they no longer can go on site at the plants they were visiting or whatever it might be. Now I have their attention. And now I give them a reason to talk. And so that's a lot of conversation. Mm. It really wasn't conversation. It was kind of a monologue. You want to ask me anything to make it a conversation? I wanted to just put a plug in for something, if I may. May I? The host Please. of the show. Please. Speak. Yes. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I do think this is just another place to plug the importance of the sales and marketing relationship. Two things that you've said today that, that make me think. The Does that salesperson. Often? Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were dumb when you said it made me think. I'm sorry. You had more to the sentence. Yes, yeah, so I've not completed my thought yet. So if I okay. could, the salespeople feeding back uh, what they're finding with with the leads um, is very very important. As the marketing guy here, I like the feedback of this was good. This was not. This was not because of this reason, and you know that helps us clean up exactly what. A, we're marketing to, who we're marketing to, and B, how we route leads. So that's an important thing. But the second thing is, there's this thing called account-based marketing that's become pretty prevalent in the industry that many sales reps out there may or may not be aware of. And you as a team, between the salesperson and the marketing person, uh, if you've got that sort of set up in your company, can decide how to market accounts in a more, let's just say, strategic manner where you don't have to do all of this work yourself. This is all great advice, but you could do this in, in mass if you, if you have a good marketing department. And that's another way that you could possibly market accounts versus just marketing that one person that came in. Because I agree with you, when you've got, when you've got the right type of account, why give up after six tries? Mm -hmm. Why not look elsewhere yeah. within there? There's just too yeah. much opportunity. Yeah, it's great if you have some help to do that in a more automated fashion. And, and, and you can't do this for everybody. It's a, it's mm. a constant reprioritization process. Right. Uh, right. But, but the, 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 the deal is more people, if there's somebody in a meeting, if, develop a nose for figuring out if that topic, a problem that you saw was brought up in that, in that company last week or two or three. Mm-hmm. Mm uh, and I, th I thought you, uh, regarding the feedback, I, I thought you routed leads based on who sent you the most money back, not the feedback. Or did you say fee? <clears throat> I did back or feedback? Feedback. Oh, I don't take I'm any. Sorry. No, I don't take any money for those leads. Oh, no, 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 no. That is uh, disparaging to me. One last thing. When shouldn't you do this? 
you shouldn't, you know, a little bit of this involves going around the person. Don't go around the person when they specifically ask for a contact. So some people have taken this advice and say, well, this looks like a low level person. It's a terrible word to say, but this looks like yeah. a person who's not important. Mm -hmm. Whatever. Doesn't they have lower matter. influence. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I know. Back to the vocabulary thing. I'm limited. <laughs> I'm picking up a list here on my wall. <laughs> it's more of an eye chart. I, I've crossed very them all few out. words on that. <laughs> and, um, you know, th th what happens is we look at that and say, well, before, like, I'm not going to call them. I'm going to, I'm going to call, they've raised their hand. They call me back. We're, we're considering a training project. We're considering mm -hmm. a project that involves your type of company. So we call somebody above them. That's backfired. Personally, yeah. I've seen that backfire. So don't do yeah. that. You got to go call the person who called you. You're scorching earth at that point. And then, and then you figure out the whole political structure and you manage all those things, but you can't yeah. go around people. But yeah. prospect the account, not the person. Don't give up on, don't give up on leads uh, that look good. Make sure your number and approach and you're talking to the right person. Find a coach you need to. For the accounts that seem like are a good fit, pick some. Just That's your takeaway. Next week, this week, whenever you're listening, go find those two or three accounts that said, God, I can't believe this person didn't get back in touch with me. Dust them off. Find a coach. Go prospect the account, not the person. And let us know. Let us know what happens or let us know if you have other ideas. You have been assigned some homework by Mr. Mark L. Lampson. So go off and do that and report back on LinkedIn uh, in the old comments section. We really want to get that moving and get more and more feedback. So get out there, download and share the podcast. Make sure as many of your friends are listening to this. If you sell for a living, we hope this helps you. And uh, thanks, Mark, for joining. And we will see you all in another week on Ales with Aslan. <laughs>